King James Virgin, where each and every week my friends Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods to me. I've never heard them before, and my name is Nick. My name is Alan. And I'm Adam. So uh, this week made me finally listen to the band Drive Like Jehu. I did not know this was a band. Yeah. Formative uh, emo indie rock band growing up. I love that Nick is the one who like has listened to Drive Like Jehu before and did not know it was from the Bible. Yep. Nope. I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't. We're doing the story about Jehu today, by the way. Yeah, no, no idea that that, let's get this out of the way. I don't know anything about the Bible story, Jehu. (laughs) Listen to the band, not knowing. Are they a Christian band? I don't think so. Okay. It's funny. Like the, the phrase, are are we saying Jehu or Jehu? I was growing up with always Jehu. Jehu sounds like a legal firm that is advertised during a sporting event. It's also probably Yehu. Oh, I'm sure it's Yehu. Yes. But uh, regardless, uh, I'm saying Jehu. I didn't know it was a band, um, but I, uh, my, it was a phrase my mom always said growing up that meant like going, like driving very fast. Like we're going to drive like Jehu to get to. To wherever. go murder someone? No, no. It was usually like, <laughs> like to get to. Now, is that a spoiler? <laughs> I mean, it's the Bible, Nick. <laughs> it's all new to me. Yeah, but everyone's murdery. You're ruining my shtick. <laughs> well, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is the story of Jehu. It's from second Kings or Yehu or Jehu. I'm going to be saying Jehu. Sorry. No, yeah, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, second Kings, um, it, it basically first and second Kings are just a litany of Kings and the uh, random exploits of said Kings. We've also, uh, we've done the David and Goliath episode. That's so you kings. know about Saul. And that's actually in Samuel. Oh, okay. But Saul was the first king of Israel. Okay. And there's a bunch. Yeah. And then there's a bunch after that. So mm-hmm. we're like, and we're they like, kind of get progressively worse. <laughs> yeah. Don't they all? Yeah. We're about six down the line at this point at the start of this story. Okay. Uh, we cover like Kings six through 10 ish. Okay. Um, and, uh, I think that's a good place to start the story. So, okay. uh, Adam, take it away. So if I remember it, JQ is like a general, Correct. Okay. So he's not the king, but he's a well-respected leader in Israel. And I don't know if he's, if he's got sour grapes at all about what's going on, but he, but people are upset with the current king's leadership. Well, Jezebel's in, at this point is around. So, uh, I'll backtrack a little bit. Thank you. So when Saul became king before that, the prophets kind of ran Israel Okay. And like an oligarchy so, type sitch. So yeah, the, the prophets, uh, there are multiple prophets. They were the leaders of the people. So after they in like established the king, um, well, the, 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 the people demanded a king. And so the prophet said that God told them to anoint a king, uh-huh. but it was kind of like, we're going to lose this. So let's be in control of <laughs> yeah, who yeah, we yeah. nominate. Right. So for two reasons, the prophets, um, the, the Yahweh, Yahvist, Yahwehist, uh, it's, anyway, uh, the prophets Nailed it. were like losing power, um, mostly because there were kings now, right? But also because this woman Jezebel, hmm. um, who was married to King Ahab, kind of brought in her god, and it was kind of propagating throughout the land. It she was, was also was a whale, a bale. Sorry, that was it. What? Ahab doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my god. Um. <laughs> anyway, so that's why the prophets are pissed. More about Jezebel later. Okay. So much more about Jezebel yeah, so, later. So these are the, these are the aforementioned sour grapes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They're pissed because they're not in power. Yeah. And so essentially they anoint, they just like, uh, the prophet, it's, it's not, a, is it Elijah? Mm, uh, no. Elisha. Right. <laughs> Got it. Elisha is the protege of Elijah. 
Of course. That's that. So Elisha um, basically shows up and goes like, uh, I need to talk to you. He actually told a guy to go. What? He doesn't even go? Yeah. uh, (laughs) The actual words are great. So uh, he told a guy to go to Ramoth Gilead. He said, take him into the inner room, take a flask of oil, pour it on his head and say, (laughs) thus say the Lord, I have anointed you king over Israel. (laughs) Then open the door and flee and do not delay. <laughs> Just do it and run. Yeah. That's amazing. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I should he, say that this whole story is like very game of Thrones. Yeah. There's a lot of like subterfuge and, and also people just accepting it too. Cause JQ doesn't He's like, Oh yeah, this is right. It's a fun way to tell people news. Yeah. So he, so the guy goes in, they anoint him, but he anoints him in secret. And then I didn't realize he bails like immediately, but Jake, basically comes out and, and his people and his, like his underlings go like, what just happened? He's like, I'm King now. So they actually said (laughs) Jehu came out and his people, uh, his soldiers say, why did this madman come to you? And why are you all covered in oil? And yeah, (laughs) they did not say that. To be fair, that is a, that is the way that all Kings are anointed. Anointing's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But then, are we talking a like a dab, like a? I think it's a bit. I think, or it's, I like, think, I think it's like a like a like a leader. It's okay. a bit. So he is visibly oily. Yeah. Mm. Okay. On the head. Yeah. Yeah. So he comes out. His people say, "Why did this madman come to you?" <laughs> and he says he like brushes it off. He's like, "You know the man and his babble." And this is, <laughs> this is this is from the Bible. You know, that crazy guy who yeah, just yeah. comes around. This is from the Bible. His soldiers say, "A lie. Tell us now." Oh. So then that's when he goes like, I'm king. And then they threw down their robes and were like, I'll hail the king. Wow. They were looking for a new leader. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so uh, Joram, who is currently king, uh, had just been injured in a fight against the Syrian king. Oh. And so he kind of retreated to his like. Jeroboam? uh, Jeroboam is earlier. Okay. (laughs) I should also mention that. There's a lot of similar names. So Jeroboam is, there's Jeroboam and Rehoboam. They followed Solomon. Yeah. And then Ahab. Okay. Than the children of Ahab. Yeah. So many good names. Although a good name that you should know because it's another colloquial phrase. Uh, Jehu's father was Nimrod Jehoshaphat. Oh, oh nice. Jehoshaphat. All right. D- does he jump? I don't know. No, okay. I think it's just, it might just be alliteration. <laughs> it's just fun to say. Yeah. That's where uh, Jehoshaphat comes from. All right. So anyway, he's the king is injured, which is kind of what started this whole thing. Oh, so this actually is like, it's Can't not have an unreasonable. Can't have an injured king. Yeah, the king got injured and retreated to like their Camp David. It's uh, a <laughs> it's a visit uh, uh, the Valley of uh, Jezreel. Cool. Um, anyway, so no, somewhere along the line, doesn't Jehu say he's going to let the dogs eat Jezebel? That's like, a prophecy from uh, Elisha. Okay, so Elisha says it. Yeah, because I was gonna say I thought it was like predetermined. Uh, so well, actually, so it's the dude that Elisha sent, but it's the words <laughs> of Elisha. Uh, so when he's pouring oil, that pint of oil yeah, on his yeah. head, he said, you shall strike down the house of Ahab and your master that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets and the blood of all the servants of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. That's right. Cause Jezebel killed all the, like all the prophets uh, or a bunch of the prophets. I will cut off Ahab from all the males in Israel. The dogs shall eat Jezebel on the plot of ground yeah. at Jezreel and there shall be none to bury her. And Whoa. he opened the door and fled. <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> I mean, it's a good mic drop. It's really I it's do I, in my brain I have like brutal. a comic like version of this guy just like like <laughs> Oh, absolutely. <laughs> just taking off. Uh, I think it's like the um when uh Scooby and Shaggy like start that run. <laughs> we all made a slightly different noise. Yeah. That I think I think all together will sound equated to roughly 
<laughs> with the real Hanna Barbera sample. Of course. So yeah, so he hunts him down, mm-hmm. tracks him down, and uh, this is the red like Jehu part, right? Drives like a like a crazy person to get because he's got to beat the news. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Dr- drives like we're talking chariots. 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 Okay, rides a horse. Drives. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I think that when he gets when he gets close, uh, what's his name again? What's the king's name again? Joram. Joram basically comes out to him. Well, so a watchman sees him from the tower. Oh, that's right. And they send an emissary. <laughs> so the watchman sees. Oh, that's right. And then, and then the emissary gets ta- basically convinced to stay. <laughs> well, so before that. Uh, so excited about the emissary. No, it's, well, it's, it's, it actually is great. So the watchman <laughs> is in the tower and he comes to report to the king and he says, uh, is it peace? Uh, and uh, the guy says, and the driving is like the driving of Jehu, for he drives furiously. Apparently, he's notorious. Oh, okay, like a yeah, yeah, person. yeah. Uh, which is, I think, why like the like post hardcore math emo, like it's <laughs> say pretty, say more descriptions. It's pretty furious. <laughs> is the, the band kind of furious? The band, yeah. Okay, I mean it's it's post hardcore math emo like is my official genre. <laughs> Jehu would have been a better name rather than Jet Drive, like Jehu. I agree. It kind of dates it. Uh, so they sent out an emissary. And the emissary gets convinced, right? Like, well, the emissary says, thus said the king, is it peace? And Jehu says, what have you to do with peace? Turn around and follow me. And yeah. And so and the guy and that guy's like, three All times. Right. Of course. So eventually the king is like lost enough people. Can he keep the, doesn't the watchman keep, keep sending out emissaries? And the watchman's <laughs> like, yeah, he's now like in their camp. <laughs> he's not coming back. <laughs> and so like the king finally goes out and goes, and I think, does he, does he still ask, like, is it peace? The king says, is it, is it peace, peace, Jehu? Oh, my gosh. And Jehu's like, no. And What so th- peace as long as the harlotries of your mother Jezebel and her witchcraft are so many? Yeah, but here's where things get, like, he, like, goes off the rails a little bit. The king turns around to go back, and Jehu shoots him in the back and kills him. Then Jehu drew his bow with full strength and shot Joram between the arms, and the arrow came out at his heart, and he sank down in his chariot. Oof. Right? Shot him in the back. Wow. I should also say that uh, Joram is the king of Judah. Okay. No, Israel. Okay. The northern kingdom. They split into two at this the point. T- the 10 tribes. And uh, Ahaziah, the king of Judah, Judah was like hanging out with him. Okay. I'll get to that later. Okay. In Bible Funk Fat Corner because it's very <laughs> confusing. This is like Trudeau and Trump hanging out at Camp David. Yeah. Except there's two guys named Trudeau and two guys named Trump. <laughs> okay. And they're all related. <laughs> and I had, to, I had to consult three sources to like make a family tree. Wow. Super confusing. Excellent. So yeah, uh, shoots him in the back and then proceeds to ride in. Does he slaughter a bunch of people or well, just the-, the, the other Kings there as well? And he fled and they hunted him down and shot him in his chariot as well. Fuck. So he just went and like did killed both Kings, killed both Kings. At which point then Jezebel shows up. Well, they go, t- they go to the, Right, they go to the da- the Camp David uh-huh. place, right. yeah, and uh, and she shows up and basically is like trying to to, to chew them out for killing her son, sure, from her tower, from her tower, uh, and they beat her to death. So uh, when they when she sees them coming, uh, she paints her face. She uh, put paint on her eyes and adorned her head to like. At this point, she's like a grandmother. Uh-huh. She survived. Her husband's been killed. Her son has been killed and her other son was just killed. And so she's like sitting in her tower and to be proud, she like paints her face and she's a super strong leader. Um, but that's where we get the phrase painted Jezebel from. Okay. Meaning like sexual. Yeah. Harlotry. It's also that, uh, 
Gawker blog about yeah. gossip or style or like, something. But like, but like sex, like uh, salacious gossip. Usually, yeah. What's interesting is she's one of <laughs> I the. Know why I said it like that. She's one of the few women in the yeah. Old Testament who's treated like a person. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. But uh, so it, she's it's weird. Like to be treated as a woman, to be treated, you either have to be like so amazingly saintly that you're like you're basically venerated, or you're so incredibly morally depraved by whatever religious standards are at the time. I mean, at this point, I've learned that it's something to even be named. Yes. <laughs> Jezebel is actually in her tower with three of her eunuchs, and Jehu like yells up. Basically saying like, whose side are you on? Lock her up. <laughs> and and they push her out of the window. Whoa. And she dies and he tramples her with his horse. Yeah. Then they run over her like a bunch of times. <sighs> and then they go inside and, and eat. eat and drink. And then they come back out and he's like, go bury her. No, he just tells him go bury her. Yeah. Because she is like a royalty. Yeah. He's like, go bury her. And they go out and the dogs have basically eaten everything that's left except for like her head, her skull, her feet and the palms of her hands. As was foretold. As was foretold. But this is pretty yeah oh gnarly. yes the thing that gets me is like did they just then decide not to bury those three things four I things i five don't things? know i don't remember <laughs> like oh well it's only her head her hands and her feet i'm also learning that it's likely a future death sentence to have eunuchs at your disposal those yeah. people are going to turn yeah you took their balls they're going to turn <laughs> they're going to take your head it does which is very game of thrones sure uh eunuchs helped esther but that's about it uh-huh. yeah <laughs> I mean, but, but, she, but she it was, was like a pageant and she wasn't yeah, yeah. involved yeah. in like right. taking their nuts. Yeah. <laughs> true. True. Uh, so yeah, Jezebel dead, only her skull, which is great. And then so, and, and then now Jehu is a uh, king. Yeah. Just going through the land, slaughtering people. I, mean, <laughs> I assume also like, like turning everybody back to, to Yahweh. So do you know any more of the story? No. Okay. There's more. So this is great. I'm just going to take it from here. So Ahab had 70 sons. Yeah. Right. Which is a lot. That's yeah. I presume. And so instead of, instead of killing the 70 sons himself, Jehu holds up in Jezreel camp David and kind of sends out letters to all the cities being like, prove your loyalty, bring a head. Oh shit. He's looking for scalps. Wow. And so they pile up the heads just outside the city gates and leave them overnight. And he addresses the crowd in the morning saying, yes, I conspired against my master, but who killed all these? Meaning like, look at everyone who's on my team. Like we're all in this together. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, oh, we should probably say, I just realized like we have a few, like quite a few people who are listening from outside the U S camp. David is a, uh, a retreat for the president. Oh yeah. We should probably mention important. that it's a, it's a place that's secret that, uh, the president gets to go on vacation anyway. Uh, and then he kills the other King, uh, his 42 brothers <laughs> and wipes out everyone who's loyal to Joram. So uh, now that the five people who are left in Israel get together and <laughs> yeah. oh, a party. And now that part. And now he goes up to kind of the capital of the Northern Kingdom. Um, I think it's Samaria uh, is the city. And he says, Ahab served Baal a little. Jehu will serve him much. Like, check it out, guys. I can sacrifice we'll like serve- no one else. Wait, what? And so he's like, send out a proclamation. We're having a party for Baal. What? He sends out that proclamation through all the land. And so all the Baal worshipers come to like the hometown (laughs) into this temple. He had 80 of his men outside and he said, if any man escapes, it shall be his life for the life of the other. And so his 80 men just slaughter this entire like group of people. (sighs) And that ladies and gentlemen is why you do not go to parties. (laughs) 
<laughs> yep. And that's basically the end of the story of Jehu. He did not rule for long. He was killed by another king uh, I'll go figure. pretty quickly. I think he, I mean, it was maybe like 20 years. Yikes. But that is a hell of a story that I really didn't know the details of. Yeah, no. I, I remember, I feel like we need a, a, a kill count here at the end. I mean, oh, that's... God. Thousands? <laughs> so many. Jesus. Yeah, that's a... Isn't that a great story? Yeah, I, I didn't realize it had gotten that, that bloody at the end. Oh, man. It's just... Also, like, eh, whatever. I, I guess I would have... If I was a Baal worshiper, I don't know why I would show up to, like, <laughs> the guy who's gone on a religious crusade already. Yeah. yeah, And you know it's like a shitty like hand-painted sign everywhere that's like, big party for Bale. Yeah. We love him. You do too. Come, please, bring a friend. Yeah. We'll, like, 420 friendly. Yeah. <laughs> BYOM. <laughs> we'll provide grill. Uh, yeah. I, I like, I remember Jezebel from the tower. I remember Jezebel period and, and Ahab. And I remember Jehu mainly because of my mom and it, that he drove fast. <laughs> and I did, I, for some reason I hadn't actually put together when you, when you said we we're going to do Jehu, that Jehu is the one who like ran over Jezebel. Jezebel I, I well. didn't realize it was like, that was the same story. Just repeatedly back and forth. Yeah. Uh, it has to be hard to control a chariot uh, to go back and forth. Oh, back, back up a chariot. <laughs> I assume I mean, by, back general. And, by back and forth, it just means you like, like went over, turned around, went, like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Sort of, like figure eights over. Yeah. I think after one run over, she's not moving. Uh, right. I'm not saying that it's <laughs> difficult to hit the target. <laughs> I'm saying you could, you could take a pretty wide loop. <laughs> just, just like the image of soda. Like, oh God. Oh God. Oh no. My leg. My arm. Uh, fantastic. They did say that it was the fall from the tower that killed her, though. Uh, the running over was kind of just like a sure. dick move. Unix did it. I like to think that when you, as you were describing her painting her face, I was seeing Yzma from the Emperor's New Groove. Sure, sure. Yeah. Adam always has to bring it to Got Disney. It. Disney there Disney we go. Movie. Yeah. DreamWorks? No, that's Disney. Huh. We'll be right back here on The King James Virgin. We're back here on the King James Virgin. I have some uh, Bible fun facts. Fun facts that are fun to me. Blamp, 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 blamp. Wasn't me. Uh, Wasn't me. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm slowly. I'm going to double fuck you for that one. Okay. Because, Whoa. Because I because I did not see it coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> it's true. Someday, yeah, when we're least expecting it's it, it's gonna come out from Alan. Alan's gonna flamp flamp us. It's gonna make me so angry. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part. Uh, I'll do it at your funeral. Um, Let's. No, you'd enjoy that. Alan. Damn it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so a little more about Jezebel because she's kind of an important character that I feel we glossed over. Besides the uh, horrific, like, sounds rad. Extra murder. We'll probably go back and do some Ahab stuff, right? Because he was a big deal. A little bit. Yeah, we'll do some Ahab uh, along with some Elijah. Yeah. Uh, so this kind of started with Solomon where he had a crap ton of wives Okay. and he was pretty lax about them. Well, because he had how many kids or no, that was Ahab that had. Uh, yeah. But kids. Solomon puts that to shame. Okay. I, I don't know. I feel like I actually should know. It is in the thousands. It's lots and lots. Of, he had Christ. like, well, uh, uh, Solomon, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> the two of you are just <laughs> exploding. <laughs> Solomon had cuts like, taking his revenge. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it starts. Uh, this is a very like God's powers diminished to the point where he's causing burping and sniffing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Solomon like basically uh, was considered this like genius, especially around diplomacy, 
but really all he did is any time he wanted to like make friends with a nation, he'd just marry whoever like whoever they offered. Totally. So he had like a billion wives. Okay. Yeah. Totally. And a ton of, tons of concubines, and apparently he was incredibly virile. So Jezebel was a Phoenician princess from Tyre, uh, which is on the coast. So there's like Phoenicia is kind of like north of the, the coast of the Mediterranean. It's like, yeah, it gets into like Turkey area, I think. Uh, she's, this is pretty low though. Like Tyre's not that far away from low Jerusalem. Place. So she was allowed to worship her native Baal. And remember, Baal is kind of a generic term. So her Baal that, that was blows me away that- Melkart. Melkart? Yeah, which is great. Wait, M- huh. Melkart or M-E-L- Melkart? K-A-R-T. Melkart. Melkart. Like, uh, all these names sound like like D&D or Guillermo del Toro totally. characters, but I that's mean, probably because it's the other, yes, the other, it's way, the around. other way around. <laughs> uh, it's great. Um, as I was talking earlier, uh, she's kind of treated a little more as an equal in the Bible. Yeah. The phrase, in the way of his mother, meaning that um, uh, Joram and uh, Ahaziah oh, right. kind of followed, like that doesn't appear in the rest of the Bible that they like followed after their mother shit. Um, which kind of shows the strong feeling and the, the influence of Jezebel. That's interesting. Cause I mean, I think of Ahab as having like a ton of influence, but it sounds actually more like either they're no, like, dude, Ahab was kind of a pushover. I mean a little bit there. There's a couple times where like Elijah would do this crazy miraculous thing for Ahab and Ahab would sh- like tell Jezebel, be like, ah, ah, ah. and Jezebel was like, mm. I know how they do their tricks. Nice. Go build me another statue. <laughs> Uh, so she's kind of a cool character and we will probably go back and cover her a little more. Okay. Um, and, uh, so Jezreel, the, uh, Camp David. Yes. Um, I didn't know this. It's kind of in this weird Valley, like directly West from like the, uh, bottom of the Jordan river. Okay. And I don't know where I thought Mount Carmel was. I kind of thought it was like deserty. Yeah. It's like on the shore of the Mediterranean. Really? Yeah. I thought it was like, like, this is more of a fun fact for Adam because right, Nick does not care. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Mount Carmel is just the name of all of the schools that rich kids go to. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Because yeah, it's it's uh, there's uh, some uh, some some intense sacrificing that goes on on Mount Carmel. That's fine. Great. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Uh, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. So uh, one thing I thought was cool was Jehu is one of the few Bible characters that we have at, like external uh, written proof of. Oh, hmm. so he appears on the black obelisk. It's because with, everybody was writing about how fast he drives. Right. No, seriously, guys, if you hear that he's in your neighborhood, go inside. Yeah, other people he will were doing like remarkable things through like historical <laughs> lens. He'd like fly by and everybody would be like, jeez, is, are my kids OK? So That's why he's on the black obelisk. They were like, these are the people who have he went to traffic school and had his name put on the black obelisk. That noise was was me typing on marble, I guess, by the way. <laughs> So he was actually on the black obelisk. It's a Syrian thing, uh, kissing the ground in front of Shalmanser the third and oh. pre- presenting a gift of silver. It was like a treaty. Mm-hmm. Um, but like kind of cool that there's kind of external proof of a character. Sure. Finally, do you yeah, think yeah. Jehu's chariot head was like lowered and had like neon lights glowing? On yeah. It? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like to a, just make it look faster. Yeah. Yes. But also had like a NOS system. Well, it definitely had a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the first, first and, ever uh, spoiler. In the it was carbon fiber. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, obviously. For sure. And he would like... You know, I saw a minivan earlier today that had uh, like 
you know the semi trucks that have the spikes coming off the wheels? Yes. So I saw a minivan <laughs> actually right by Adam's house that had the spikes and like it was like a loud exhaust. I'd never seen a pimped minivan before. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, short of pimp my ride. Um, but I suspect his chariot was cooler than a minivan. He probably had those like, oh shit, what's that? What's the... Fast and Furious. Uh, no, older with John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Oh Grease? my, Grease. It's like Grease and like, <laughs> you know, when like they have those spike tires and like. Which fun fact, uh, Nick was the titular character of Mr. Grease. <laughs> Mr. Grease. Mr. Grease. <laughs> in, in, in high school. <laughs> yeah, I play hey, the Hey baby, it's me, Mr. I'm Grease. Grease. <laughs> I assume there's a character called Mr. Grease. Uh, no. no. And I was not in that. All right. You weren't in Greece. Uh, last fun fact. And this is not really fun at all, uh, <laughs> but it's because as I was reading this story, there's just like a bunch of dudes with the same names and it was so confusing. So I consulted two books and Wikipedia and had to like, like physically drew it out. <laughs> okay. Um, so you have Israel and Judah. Yep. So Judah, uh, the king is Jehoshaphat. Mm-hmm. And then Israel is Ahab and Jezebel. Got it. Together. Okay. So Jehoshaphat, his line ends, and you get Jehoram, okay. who marries Ahab's daughter. Okay. Okay. So that's the kind of the tie between Israel and Judah. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're all now, hanging out together. Joram is also the name of Ahab's son. Right. So there just are randomly two King Jorams at the same time <laughs> of the different tribes. Of different places. Different Israel and Judah. Jeez. And so uh, Ahab, his older son was Ahaziah. He reigned for like a year and then Jehoram took over for him. Now that's the Joram that Jehu kills. Okay. Okay. So but the Jor- other Jehoram, Jehoram is the one who, the other Jehoram is the one who ran. The other Jehoram who's married to <laughs> Jehoram's sister. Yeah. Had a son named Ahaziah named after his uncle Ahaziah. Uh, the other king. That's just asking for, for year, confusion. And that Ahaziah is the one who's also killed by Jehu. It's... It took me so long to figure this the out. Son. There's no way well, our listeners. So yeah. the son, not the not the uncle, was killed by Jehu. Correct. But but as Hazaya's father got away, is the one who ran away. So Jehu killed Joram, Jezebel's son, son. This and like Ahaziah, Jezebel's nephew. Yeah. <laughs> this is like one of those gridded logic puzzles where yeah. it's like. Tanya likes yellow gifts, but not blue gifts. Yes. And she loves green gifts, but not if she gets them on a Wednesday and you this have to like cross out. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yes. Not that anyone cares, but I will draw this up and put it on Instagram. <laughs> That's insane. That because is- I spent way too much time on it. Also, people just need to like introduce some new names into their family. Oh, it's very confusing. They should uh, at least junior. Yeah. Ahaziah junior. <laughs> sure. Come on. I guess it wouldn't be because it was still named after his uncle. So that is the last of my uh, not fun facts. Yeah. Save the worst for last. I totally did. <clears throat> but I wanted you to feel just a portion of my pain. That's that's annoying. And they didn't even keep the good ones. Ahab and Jezebel are by far the best names in the whole so thing. And they good. didn't reuse those. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ahaziah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's appropriate because those are Thanksgiving episodes. So this is the episode that people will listen to as they're sitting around tables with uh, four other Jehorams. Do you, do you feel like people actually like listen to podcasts while they're at their table? Yeah, with their during Thanksgiving dinner. Interesting. I kind of figure people listen to this like while they're making turkey. In yeah. The morning. During the family dinner with headphones on. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just going to like blast on like a Bluetooth speaker. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah let's do that at ours. Yeah. It's going to go so, that'd go so well. So well. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, we'll be right back here on the King James Virgin.
Hey, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJV Pod on both Twitter and Instagram to keep up with what's going on. Uh, and since this is going to be released on Thanksgiving here in the U.S., uh, find someone at your next holiday meal and tell them about the King James Virgin. Alan says you need to hold them down, physically accost them, and make them listen to an episode. Your cool cousin, your freaky uncle. Yeah, your... anybody. Your very religious parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Just pin them down. <laughs> Uh, thanks to Mascaras and Resurrection Records for the use of our theme song Kixari off the album El Moren. This week's Resurrection Records artist is Pure Crema or the band name is actually Pura Crema. Pura Crema. Pura Crema. Pura Crema. <laughs> not Pure Crema. Pure Crema. Not Pure Crema? No, that's not the band name. Pure Crema. Yeah, that's the band name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, week's, this week's this week's Resurrection Records artist is Pure Crema. Fuck you, Nick. <laughs> Fuck you, Nick. <laughs> You're making me. The, this is all going in, so I haven't vindicated. <laughs> yeah, so can I make it any more stereotyped? Um, I also think it's Spanish, not Italian. Oh. <laughs> you can find this song, uh, links to all the music, uh, stickers, bunch of bios. Uh, check out our website. That's what I'm trying to say here. KingJamesVirgin.com. Until next week. Don't stand near an open window when you've got eunuchs around. Bye.